I've been in a solid state of depression for at least seven days now. Uh-oh. Because Ellen's leaving us. Yeah. That is sad. Cue the tears. Ellen! <laughs> Some sad news this week. Dave, you better put a really sad audio track yes, in here. Yes, melancholy. Oh, the saddest music is playing right now, I assure you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, and even when that stops, Ellen, you are a hidden gem. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm going to miss you so much. We may not have the podcast together, but we'll always have our friendship. Aww. That's true. Aw, collective awe. Listeners, I apologize ahead of time for how crazy and chaotic the following weeks are going to be, because <laughs> Ellen's really the star who holds us together here. Yep. It, she is our glue. I fear our future ramblings are going to become even more rambly. So we will see. <laughs> um, we I do my best to People keep tune in next week and they're like, wow, this episode is two hours long? <laughs> how did that happen? It's Ellen's fault. <laughs> Oh, it's not going to be the same without you, Alan. This has yeah. been one of the greatest projects I've worked on with my time on Discover Wisconsin. Aww. My my Aww. baby, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've done a good job nurturing it, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you've been a great addition. I'm going to miss your all the fun facts. We're still going to continue our, you know, counties of the week, for example, sponsorship, but you're always the one who puts together those super fun trivia facts, and <laughs> yeah. I love them. I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss you on screen. Our listeners can't see, but we always kind of joke about how you're always telling us to wrap it up and move on to the next segment. That yes, will... you should see the hand gestures she does <laughs> for us. <laughs> or, read what, or read the outlines before we yeah. start. <laughs> that yeah, will still be an issue moving forward, I have a feeling. Yeah, you've been a huge part of, and I think a lot of people don't realize just launching the podcast, there's a lot of work that went into this before we even officially launched it. And you were definitely a defining voice in that um, in that process as well. So thank you for being such an awesome producer. And you've you know, obviously chimed in here and there on, the, on all of our episodes. Do you have a favorite um, collaborator here in this group that you'd like to shout out? And then also, do you have a favorite <laughs> episode of the Cabin Pod that you would like wow. to? <laughs> I can't pick a favorite collaborator. (laughs) I love when we have, like, other crew members on. I love Mm -hmm. that. Like, when... Um, you know, basically she likes when she Jess gets a break from Teddy. us. Yeah, it's just Mariah, so what fun she's really saying is, stories. yeah, she prefers anybody but us. I know. That's what, really That's what I took from that too. I think my favorite episode was Wine Sconson. Oh, mm, because okay. um, partially because Mariah, you named it. One because I named it. I'm very <laughs> proud of Wine Sconson. And two, because Mariah, you told me about Bailey's Run, and that's like my favorite winery now. Like, I've gone there a number of times. Uh, I've taken tons of, like, my friends there, and everyone I've taken there has had such a great time. So you introduced me on this podcast, so thank you for that. And if you haven't listened to Wine Sconson, I highly recommend it. I agree. And if you guys want to leave your own send-off messages to Ellen, who's taking on a new opportunity but will remain in the Madison area, you can leave us a voicemail. You can call us at 608-909-1935. That's our official Cabin Podcast voicemail. Of course, you can leave any messages there. You can leave a question if you want me or Eric or Audio Dave to answer it, but you can also leave some nice notes for Ellen there too, and I'll make sure she gets them before she heads off, rides off into the sunset beyond the Cabin Podcast. Mm. <laughs> you know what's funny is, 
in one of those early episodes, we joked about giving out Ellen's phone number in the show notes. And now we're giving you a phone number <laughs> that you can send Ellen messages with. So we kind of got funny. there. Guys, don't abuse your privileges, listeners. We This is a new thing we're trying. So keep it PG. I'm kind of nervous to check that inbox, but we'll see what we get. I'm looking forward to seeing how this works yep. out. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> The Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Richland County, which Mm. was created from the Wisconsin Territory in 1842, organized in 1850. It's still quite organized. Named for the high quality (laughs) of its soil. Richland, get it? Yeah. That makes sense. I somehow never put that together, but it's the most (laughs) obvious connection. Richland Center is the county seat, and uh, the Richland Center episode actually was part of our 33rd season this past year. On Love Discover, that Wisconsin. episode. Beautiful area, beautiful town. Uh, there are five known ghost towns throughout the county. According to the internet? In those hills. According to the internet. I don't know. I think ever since I was doing ghost town research, now I'm just, every, every time I look up a county, they're like, there's a ghost town here. The internet just knows. Google has learned what, what information what you like. you're after. Mm-hmm. Yep. You may have contributed to Google's knowledge on that. You mm-hmm. might have stimulated the ghost town interest. Uh, there is a really cool natural feature, an elephant trunk rock on Highway 58 in Richland uh, County, if you get a chance if you're driving on 58 you will see a rock that looks just like an elephant's trunk coming wow. down very instagrammable and uh, richland center is noted for the birthplace of two big things first of all gte which was general telephone exchange one of the first cooperative telephone exchanges in the country which wow. eventually became at&t which you hmm. may have heard of so uh big telecommunications origination in Richland Center. And of course, legendary architect Frank Lloyd Wright was born in Richland Center in 1867. And Richland Center is now at the western end of the Frank Lloyd Wright Trail. If you're an architecture buff and you like to follow all of his creations, that's the western end right along US 14 at Highway 80. Yeah, he's mostly... Taliesin is? Is Taliesin's in Spring Green. I was going to say he's mostly associated with the Spring Green area. A lot of people don't realize he was actually born in in Richland Center. And there's some cool buildings to check out on that Frank Lloyd Wright Trail that that Eric was just talking about. Yeah, downtown Richland Center is cool. It's just a quick hop west on 14 from Spring Green. And also, by the way, shout out to the Starlight 14 drive-in. Mm-hmm. I love drive-ins out there. And they were showing movies into early November. Wow. So, yeah, they're good. Cool place right along the highway. So, so check cool. that out, too. So shout out to Richland County and thank you to the Wisconsin Counties Association. This week, our campfire conversation is all about luxury, where mm-hmm. to go and Ooh. what to do to be treated like the kings and queens we know all our listeners are. Yes, quiet. Yes, indeed, my friend. Eric. Yes. When you hear luxurious Wisconsin destination, what comes to mind first? Hmm. I think about spas. I think about pools. I think about just beautiful architecture. I think about Mm -hmm. a great getaway. I think about places my parents go because I cannot afford it, but one day will. You too? Yeah. Uh, No, I just, I love luxurious Wisconsin getaway destinations because it truly is a place where you can get away from it all. It's funny because sometimes they're right in the middle of where all the action is, but you still have a nice escape within it. And other times these resorts are so far out 
and it seems like there wouldn't even be electricity in the area, but you go into this place and they have everything imaginable for an incredible experience. So when I, I love the luxury resorts. Hmm. What this, what research taught me here is of all the episodes we have recorded to date, this is probably the least amount of, like I, I have experienced this the, the least of all the topics we have covered. <laughs> yeah, you which, and me both. Uh, which was a little depressing. I thought, man, I have some work to do here. I need to get out and just treat yourself. Treat, treat yeah, yourself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, see, Mariah, so cool. I see so many episodes of Discover Wisconsin where you are in a oh luxury spa Every- with cucumber slices on your eyes and you know all that <laughs> okay, stuff on okay, your face and okay. towels, and oh. I'm out like you know ice fishing or something. You know why? Get all the good food shows. I'm though. glad. That, yes, thank that's you, true. Ellen, for that retort. And I want to. Uh, <laughs> Um, explain myself here because I have gotten a similar type of response on Twitter from people who say you're always at a spa. First of all, I've only (laughs) been at like three spas for Discover Wisconsin. And second of all, because it's TV, it is all, first of all, I will tell you, filming a massage with a TV crew is, is for sure (laughs) the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> I have never enjoyed it. Like trying and enjoying that sort of service with cameras in your faces and the audio guy, like everything about it sucks. So trust me, I would rather eat a burger on camera than go to a spa with the crew. Yes. And second of all, like you're getting a tiny portion. I'm not trying to complain about what we do because I love, love, love it. But a lot of people don't realize in many cases, you're just there to get the shot. I hate to break the magic of this, but you're there to get the shot and then you're off to the next thing. So trust me, I've never gotten a 60-minute massage on Discover Wisconsin. It's been like the masseuse being like, do you want my hands here in front of the camera? And I'm just like, oh my God. Um, So I I felt the need to Depends on your definition of here. Anywho, so I, I I'm staying on my comment that I made, which is I had I've I've explored very little of this topic to to its full extent. I haven't actually sure. gotten to really. Um, did I sound overly defensive in the last five minutes of my explanation? <laughs> of my no, job? just in the last. I three blacked minutes, out. What happened? <laughs> the difference, Mariah, is: Are you there for work or are you there for? personal relaxation Mm -hmm. and if you're there for the former yes it's tough because you can't let your guard down and it's not the normal experience but when you're there for the latter for the personal getaway and the experience then it's a nice heavenly escape okay let's talk about these heavenly these so-called heavenly escapes we speak (laughs) of and you know what the first one that i've seen in the notes here i've never even heard of so i want to hear about it from you Oh, okay. Which I love. I mean, you mentioned that many of these are kind of in the middle of action, which you're 100% right. Most of them on this list are in slightly more urban areas, but there's one on the list that isn't. It is truly in the middle of nowhere. It's up in Chatek, uh, Wisconsin. It's called Canoe Bay. Now, I put this at the top of my list because of all the places on our list today that I have not been to, and my bucket list is growing because of this episode, this one's at the top. Um, I've, I know it's adults only. First of all, you have to be at least 21 to go, which I like that. I mean, if you really want some rest and relaxation, this up in the Northwoods, this is the pinnacle to me of like a true, you know, Northwoods meets luxury. And I think a lot of people don't equate 
Northwoods with luxury necessarily, um, but this is where you do get the best of both worlds. And if you guys just look it up, I mean, they their tagline, Premier Hideaway in the Midwest, but they've got just beautiful photography. Their cabins look kind of Frank Lloyd Wright-esque. If you look them hmm. up, they're really beautiful. Kind of prairie like, style? Yeah, very prairie. I mean, they've got different styles, but then you'll see like very floor to uh, ceiling windows and just, I mean, really stunning. They've got tiny houses. They've got cottages. Um, bigger duplex um, cabins as well. Their signature cottage is called The Dream. So it's a little on the pricier end. And honestly, most of what we're talking about today is going to be a little bit more on that side. We're talking luxury. But like we said, we all kind of, we, we all deserve a little, a little luxury pampering. in our life. Yeah, a little pampering. So mm-hmm. that one, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick a weekend and I'm going to go. You know, I'll, I'll pick a good place with kind of that those high windows. I think it's also, it's the largest A-frame building in the state or something oh. like that. And that's the Abbey <gasps> Resort. Yes. Which, of course, is named after Abby Stecker, our social media director. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> Dear Abby. But the Abbey Resort, it's on Geneva Lake, but on the western end in a little town called Fontana on the Lake. Uh, they, have, they have a great little area for Boats Little Marina right there. The building is beautiful. The complex is great. They have a wonderful uh, pool and spa area. Uh, the spa is very famous. A lot of people love to go there and get pampered. And it's just a, a wonderful getaway, not in Lake Geneva, but on Geneva Lake. Mm-hmm. Very popular with Chicagoans, but uh, also very popular with Wisconsinites too. And... Uh, their Bloody Marys are excellent. I Popular for weddings, too. I know they have a Very. lot of weddings there mm-hmm. and, you know, bachelorette parties and showers and things of that nature. It is really beautiful. And, and like, I, yeah, when you said the largest A-frame in my head, I was like, what's... And then when you said the Abbey, I'm like, oh, it makes total sense. When you pull into the driveway, it is... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful, definitely picture-worthy and beautiful, beautiful spot that we featured on Discover Wisconsin more than a couple times, actually. I think Abby may have gone to it. I know I did for a different segment. It is mm-hmm. an awesome spot. And I did for a segment on boating on Geneva Lake. Oh, yeah. I forgot about mm. that. That was a really so, cool segment. It was fun. Yeah. Well, while we're in the Lake Geneva area, which is a destination that came up quite a bit while I was putting my list together, because it's definitely associated with luxury. Um, Actually, there were two spots when we first came up with this show idea that immediately came to mind. Lake Geneva was one, and then I'd say Sheboygan County is the other one that um, Mm -hmm. is definitely screams luxury to me, which we'll get to. But the Grand Geneva in Lake Geneva is a massive resort, Um, got a lot to offer. It's it's more of, um, I would say, one of the more, I guess, family-friendly destinations on our list. They've got a skating rink. Yeah, they've got a, a skate. Yeah, ironically, because it's the original <laughs> Playboy Club. Um, but, you know, things evolve over time. They, they had mm-hmm. a rebrand at some point in time. I don't know when that was, but they definitely did a rebrand. Playboy Club <laughs> lasted until, I think, 1987. Was it? Wow. And it has been, it was one or two things since, I think, but it's been the Grand Geneva for a long time, and it is truly grand. It is. Mm. It really is. Um, getting around in that hotel, I will say, takes a special sense of navigational skills. I remember the first time I went there, it took me a bit to figure out what floor am I on? How do I get to this floor? Uh, so if you have a few cocktails, like just bring your map because things could get interesting in the Grand Geneva. You need GPS. Speaking from experience. In that hotel, <laughs> in the hotel portion of that complex. And if you are have a Fitbit and you need your 10,000 steps and you don't want to go outside, no problem. 
you're going to get them without <laughs> yep. retracing your yeah, steps much. Yeah, it's true. It's huge. Wow. And the rooms are fancy. I remember the first time I stayed there, it was actually when I was brand new at Discover Wisconsin. I remember Snapchatting my friends like, they've got electronic TVs in the mirrors. And they were, <laughs> they were so fancy. And I just felt like, wow, this is so much better than the hotels my friends and I would book on spring break. I felt like a real true adult. It's pretty fancy. <laughs> Fantastic restaurants and bars and they have ski hills and they have tubing in the winter. Didn't you do like winter oh, bowling or something? Oh my goodness. I uh, I think so, but I also did skiing and the <laughs> I hadn't skied when we did that shoot in a long time. And the, the producers were like, do you mind just going down the hill one time? And I was like, sure. But I could not remember like how to break properly the pizza slice thing. So I literally flew <laughs> down the hill and there was like a row of dads with cameras watching their kids come down. And I was like, watch out, I'm coming through. And, I, <laughs> and then the camera guys were on the wrong side of the hill. They didn't even get the shot. So I had to go up and do it twice. So oh, anyway, seriously? I was not, I was not happy about it. I digress. <laughs> so that's the Grand Geneva. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, <laughs> we'll go on that note, to, um, I'll go to a place that, and, and I, in all honesty, I've not been there, but it is uh, part of the Kohler family. And I know we'll get to their big one uh, pretty soon here. But in Green Bay, in the Titletown District, speaking of being in the middle of everything, mm-hmm. wedged between Lambeau Field, Hinterland Brewery, and Kroll's West, which is a famous burger place dating back to the 1930s. You have, it's part of the brand new Titletown development, the Lodge Kohler, which is Mm. a luxurious spa. Would I call it a resort? Probably not, but I would call it a luxurious destination. Mm -hmm. I'd call it a lodge. (laughs) Yeah, that's excellent, Ellen. I would call it a lodge too. And so they have all of those fancy amenities and literally right out the door you have Lambo. Mm. So it's 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 a luxurious getaway in the middle of our big NFL city. I've been wanting to go there so bad. Me too. It's probably the newest destination on our list, I would I would say it's only guess. a couple years old. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say on that front, tied, if we're talking about new newer hotels, Beloit's, the Ironworks is relatively new, a little older just than- just thinking about that. Yeah, than, than um, the Lodge in Green Bay. But uh, that is such a cool spot in Beloit. You walk in, it's just different. It's unique. I mean, it's really industrial chic. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we featured it actually in part of our Girlfriend Getaways episode from a few years back. So we went and filmed the actual hotel rooms, which were just so beautiful and high end. And I love the trend in boutique hotels, you know, in Wisconsin and beyond. It's Me just too. makes it fun. Yeah. Well, they're all very unique and they all have a story to tell. And the Ironworks Hotel goes back through Beloit's history. I mean, that the, it was a factory called the Ironworks, hence mm-hmm. the name. And they just do a spectacular job. Some original equipment and pieces are up all over the place explaining what they did and how they worked. And Maryland Houston Steak Joint in there is really cool. And you're right along the Rock River and you're within a block of downtown and everything that the streets have to offer on there. And um, downtown Beloit has redeveloped so impressively. Oh my gosh, yes. It really makes for a great weekend getaway. Yeah. Is that associated with the golf lab, the Ironworks Golf Lab? So, uh, yes, I believe it's all owned and managed by the same company in the Beloit area. So, yes. Yep. So we feature, I can't remember if we featured, um, we've done a couple episodes on Beloit and I don't know if the Ironworks Hotel made it into this most recent one, but it definitely Mm. was in a couple shows ago. And yeah, Maryland Houston's is the steak joint that right in that lower level. And I took a friend there and we, it was like one of the best meals we've ever had. It was so good. So good little Mm. couples getaway or girlfriend getaway if you're looking for a little luxury. Sweet. 
Yeah. Well, I will take us right in the heart of another busy place, uh, the downtown of our largest city. I have to mention the Fister Hotel. Yep. This is not the first mm-hmm. time that hotel has come up in our podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, We've talked about it being haunted, but it's luxuriously <laughs> haunted. Uh, the hotel and ghosts only. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they may be ghosts, but Think they're fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. So... <laughs> I tried. Uh, so the original hotel dates back to 1893. They built a 20-story tower, uh, cylindrical tower around 1965. You can clearly tell which is which based on the architecture. But they are a very high-end hotel. They're very fancy. It's Paul McCartney's favorite hotel. It's a bunch of stars' favorite hotels when they come to town. And they have a place called the Well Spa, which is in the lower levels, that uh, provides incredible spa services. People come from far and wide to enjoy those. Their restaurant blue on the top of the tower is on the 21st floor. You get the best view of Milwaukee and the lake you could probably get anywhere, along with fantastic cocktails. The cocktails are always delicious, maybe except for the two hours I was one of their celebrity bartenders there mixing the drinks. (laughs) But it really is one of the finest hotels in the country and and quite the destination. So for a luxurious getaway in the middle of it all, uh, the Fister is an excellent option. I love it. Okay, shall we go to Sheboygan County? Let's do it. I don't know if there's a spot in the state that makes me feel fancier than some of these places in Sheboygan County. It really is... I don't want to say it flies under the radar because a couple of these resorts are are very well known, but I don't know if people, Wisconsinites especially in general, think about Sheboygan County as a destination to go to, you know, catch up on some R&R. So there's two specifically that come to mind for me. One is the Osthoff Resort in Mm -hmm. Elkhart Lake, and the other is the American Club in Kohler. Now, I have not been to the Osthoff, but I have been to the American Club. We did some filming there and it is just, I mean, very grand. And I mean, when we talk about luxury, like it just screen, the second you pull in, it just feels like kind of pinky up, but in a fun way. (laughs) And I remember enjoying some great wine there and they've actually got a kind of like a mini collection of restaurants right on site or on campus, I should say, including the Horse and Plow, which is a favorite Mm. in the area. They've got the Wisconsin Room, which is kind of like Victorian looking, very fancy schmancy. Um, <laughs> I would expect to have like silverware on the t- table that I only know what half of them are used for, that <laughs> type of dining. Just really, I mean, a great, obviously, accommodations, great spa on site, both at the Osthoff and at the American Club. Um, the Kohler and Elkhart Lake area is just really beautiful. Lots of little lakes in the area with great views, and um, but small enough that you can, you know, you're not in like a big city area. So it's like you feel like you can get around pretty easily and it's um definitely a spot that i have that i have at the top of your list especially for couples who are looking for you know a nice weekend away or even even a full week i think you could justify it in that area you could i've stayed at the ostoff i've hosted an event there before and uh boy wandering the halls that place goes on forever and they have great restaurants and bars in there too and there's little ponds around the buildings and everything it's a really cool getaway and it's right next to road i mean maybe a mile or two from Road America. So a lot of yeah. race fans like to go there when they want to cheer on Formula One cars and then go somewhere fancy to stay. So that's nice. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the Delafield Hotel in Delafield, which is in Waukesha County, uh, about 25 miles west of Milwaukee. They, uh, they're they very luxurious too. They're It's funny because I've the, all the readings on them say they're out of the way, but they're right in the heart of this little downtown of this town 
less than half a mile off the interstate, but you walk in there and it's a luxurious stay. Uh, the hotel called ID or the hotel, the, the restaurant called ID, probably one of the nicest looking and best tasting restaurants you'll find in the state. Oh, and that one wow. flies under the radar a little bit. Yeah, totally. And Mariah, one more I'll mention quick, yeah. uh, partially because it's way off most people's radars and it's just come back recently because it's part of the Wyndham chain now, but it's its own place. And that is the Four Seasons Island Resort on Moscano Island. Yeah, Ever heard of Moscano Island? I've heard of it only because of this hotel. And this one is also very high on my bucket list along with um, Canoe Bay and Chautauqua. So I'm glad you're bringing this up. Hmm. I've not stayed there overnight, but I've stopped there on road trips in the, during the day just to look at it and check it out because it's the most, the only reason I even discovered it was because I was looking at a map and I saw there was this little bridge over the Menominee River between Wisconsin and the UP. I hadn't been over yet in my car, so I drove it. And the bridges are actually, they're not road bridges, they're repurposed railroad trestles. Because in the old days, the railroad used that island to cross between Wisconsin and Michigan in the Menominee River. And so today it's a one lane bridge for cars on each side. So you cross and you're on this island in the middle of the river between Wisconsin and Michigan, but technically you're in Wisconsin. And for miles around, there isn't a whole lot in that area, right? It's very rural, very forested. You drive onto this island and it's this beautiful set of buildings. There's tennis courts and a nine hole golf course. And a, there was a fancy, last wow. time I was there, a fancy soda fountain and a really nice upscale restaurant and fountains and and you're like, how is this here? You know, it was, I felt like it was a mirage when it's I like first went It's like the secret garden. You just like come in yeah. and you're like, wow, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> and it, its origins date back to 1905. Yeah, it's crazy. And like many places claim it was a popular gangster hideout back mm -hmm. in the day. But, and actually being on a state line on an island, it probably was. Mm -hmm. uh, and, it, and it had gone through a couple of different ownerships over the years, but now it's part of the Wyndham chain. Hmm. And so they've really invested in it and made it something even more special than it was before. And so that's definitely on my list of places to explore very soon. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I won't go into depth, but I can't, I mean, we, we've got to mention Sundara Inn in mm. the Dalles, considered to be one of the world's best spa resorts. There's also the Edgewater in Madison, which overlooks mm -hmm. Lake Mendota, beautiful hotel in downtown Madison area, which is a great little skating rink. I love to go skating there in the yeah, winter place months. Is so cool. Yeah, it is. Good little date night. Um, Blue Harbor Resort in Sheboygan is another iconic uh, resort in Wisconsin, well known for, you know, being a little more on the luxurious side, overlooks Lake Michigan. I mean, a really, really beautiful view right there. So there's a number of just really great options in, in Wisconsin when it comes to looking for a little, a little luxury, a little R&R. &R. And there's more boutique hotels too that maybe we'll get into sometime again later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This episode of The Cabin is sponsored in part by Group Health Trust. And today we're talking about a blog that covers a really important topic, ending the stigma of mental illness in Wisconsin. So it's obviously been a very turbulent year, taking care of your own mental health. It's been a challenge sometimes checking in on your friends and family, more important than ever. Uh, but there's still a stigma associated with mental illness. And Mary Kay Battaglia, the executive director of NAMI Wisconsin, NAMI, the National Association of Mental Illness Wisconsin, wrote this blog to help connect with readers and highlight this issue. So make sure you head over to the official blog of Discover Wisconsin. It's called The Bobber at bobber.discoverwisconsin.com to check that out. 
it's time for a review. All right. Sweet. Yay. <laughs> Today, I'm going to be reading you guys a review from Lolo0707, or maybe it's 0707. Mm. They say. Lolo, Lolo, Lolo. Ooh, little that bonus a, song for that you, Lolo. That's so nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Lolo says. <laughs> I enjoy the podcast and the recommendations for cool places to visit. Forever grateful for the tip to check out Suncrest Pizza Farm near Alma. Mm. Wow, what a gem. And always love to hear mentions of places I love, like the Spot and Hob Knob in the Kenosha area. Cool beans. Love it. Cool beans. (laughs) Thank you, Lolo. Thanks, Lolo. That is fantastic. Yeah, we're going to keep sharing our top picks, and we want you guys to share your favorite places with us, too, because sometimes, many times, that's how we get our ideas for shows. Mm -hmm. So be sure to join our official Facebook group, Around the Campfire, with Discover Wisconsin. All right, and that brings us to the end of episode 44 of the Cabin Podcast. Sadly, an end to producer Ellen being with us for it. (gasps) Wow, we harmonized there. (laughs) It's beautiful, guys. <laughs> uh, so as we gear up for the post-Ellen era, sniff, sniff, we're gearing up for winter, which means ski and snowboarding season. Now, I know all the winter outdoor recreation enthusiasts are just waiting to hit the slopes, and after the uh, nice warm spell we had at the beginning of November, you know yeah. we're going to get hit hard. So whether <laughs> or not you're a winter recreation fan, this is going to be a great episode to learn more about how and where to get outside to enjoy the upcoming season. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by me, Mariah Hopperman, Eric Paulson, and Dave Janis. Produced by me, Alan Fallon, and Dave. Tune in next week for more campfire conversations and insight into the world of Discover Wisconsin. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave a review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. We'll miss you, Alan. We will. Wisconsin is home to more than 25,000 miles of snowmobile trails, which is ranked in the top three trail systems in the nation. Anywhere up in the North Woods is a great time of year for snowmobiling and just, you know, the great white north. Being out here with all the people and being able to see everybody having fun is, is a great day. Eagle River, which officially registered as the snowmobile capital of the world in 1964, has 600 miles of trails. These snowmobile trails weave through Vilas and Oneida counties, the Nicolay National Forest, and around 2,400 lakes. They groom them. They do a very good job up here. And it's just everybody's polite. They mind the trails. They don't get in your way and stuff like that. We have a big group of people here today, and and we're having a great time. Just west of Eagle River sits St. Germain, the center of it all for snowmobilers. Head in any direction, and there are snowmobile trails to accommodate your wanderlust. Minocqua is another favorite area for snowmobilers. The Bearskin State Trail stretches 18 miles through the forests of Oneida County. This area also has more than 1,600 miles of snowmobile trails that traverse 1,300 glacial lakes and 233,000 acres of public forest land. Up near Lake Superior is Hurley, the snow capital of Wisconsin, with snowfall totals known to top 200 inches. People often snowmobile here right into the first week of April. Over 500 miles of scenic trails can take you through beautiful county forests, up to Lake Superior, 
to the Pinocchi Mountains and to frozen waterfalls for truly spectacular views. And now you know your Wisconsin.